0: 95. This is Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa. Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Hello, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Now, to all the parents who are going through the exciting new experience of exclusive online learning with their children. The great news is you're not alone. Staying home for the foreseeable future with the COVID-19 pandemic has meant exciting new modes of learning for both school students and uh, their teachers. But there are also many challenges as well. We are about to find out how the Australian International School of Sharjah are doing it they're doing quite well actually as we speak to their executive principal Steve McClucky he gives us his tips for a smooth transition into online education next right here on live feeds on Pulse 95 this is Pulse 95 90- Parents all over the world are now tasked with homeschooling their kids as learning goes completely online for the first time in record time as well as a result of the effects of the coronavirus pandemic, presenting both new challenges and opportunities for both schools and students. Now, to take us through how it's going so far, we are very pleased to be joined on the line by Steve McClucky Executive principal at the Australian International School, Sharjah. Welcome, Steve.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much, and good morning.
0: Good morning. Really good to have you. Uh, now, uh, AIS has been saying, and all parents and students are feeling it. Learning is looking different. So, yeah. take us through the transition that uh, AIS has made into online education for all its students.
1: Well, well. first of all, can I just say, what a, what a time we live in. Um, an evolution or revolution in terms of education, and I don't think we'll, we'll see it again in our lifetimes, but learning goes on and mm. learning continues. I must say from the start, we're not in an education crisis. Let's just make sure that that's okay. And children are growing and learning every single day, which is probably the most important thing that everyone needs to understand. Um, but the transition, wow, it's been very quick and... Uh, I know from two weeks ago when we found out that we were going to go um, online and the schools are shutting, we all sat in a room and all looked at each other, as you do as uh, an administration, and just said, okay, there's another challenge for us. Let's look at what we're going to do. And I'm really proud of what we've been able to achieve in such a, a short time. But again, moving forward, I just came out of a meeting online at home with my team, and uh, we're looking to evolve it even more in the next few weeks if we continue online. So the important thing, for us has been to make sure that we've produced quality learning. It doesn't have to be quantity, but quality and consolidation of learning at the moment until we move forward with new work.
0: Right. So like you said, Steve, this is all brand new for everyone involved from the teachers, the schools, to the parents, to the students. So, Talk to us about how you've made that transition. Like, what were your thoughts? How were you going to move the curriculum online? Have you got, like, video uh, pre-recorded <laughs> lessons? Have you got live lessons? Is there a mixture of both? How's it working?
1: Yeah, well, well, for us, it was a case of, you know, you look at it and you go, hey, the best case scenario would be let's go online learning, but we have to be mindful of individual circumstances too. You've got uh, parents who have six children at home. Oh, I tell they supposed you. To be I've <laughs> got two.
0: And I tell you what, I'm just like, thank God it's only two at this stage. I know.
1: Well, we've got we've got to, one of our families has nine children at our school. So, you know, wow. being online all at the same time was is not feasible. So what we wanted to do and what we've done is we've created learning for every single child in every single year level, which is the most important thing. Mm. To access that learning, we've used um, Google Classrooms um, and a Google Suite of which we use at school anyway. So... Children can access the learning, teachers have been wonderful in, in the sense they've filmed themselves, they've they've done lessons, and then they put that online, and then give students an opportunity to watch it, and then to go on with work that needs to be completed or needs to be done. In terms of the live environment, though, and I know a lot of people, and you hear all the good things about, oh, my teacher's online, but when you look into the back end of that, there's been some issues with it. So the main thing is, is we are going to move towards an online learning platform where where teachers weren't to with students. However, we're going to record that as well. You have to remember that we've got to take into consideration here parents who are working as well,
0: yeah. parents
1: who have multiple children at multiple year levels, and, and, and parents aren't teachers either. They're, they're basically there to support the learning. But I don't know if I had a, a student who was in Year 11 Math B or in IB Math if I could help them myself. So it very much is... Oh, oh sure just don't, don't
0: even go to year 11. <laughs> I've got a year five student at home, and she's like, Mom, how do I do these fractions? And I'm like, don't ask me. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not <laughs> your you found, girl right now.
1: <laughs> have you found it? Oh, we sit down with our children. We've we spent the last few days with our children, and every five seconds we get, Dad, can you help me? Dad, yes, can you help me? Yes. Dad, can you help me? This Anita, is what's sit. going
0: on. Totally. And, I,
1: and the big one that I use, I'm like, it's, you do that in your classroom? Would you say that to your teacher? (laughs) So please, everyone just needs to go. My job as a parent is to make sure that we have access to the learning, but do it in your own time, in your own pace. My Mm. my number one thing for our, our families has been, don't be concerned with the volume of work. In other words, do what you can do. Remember, our children are going to learn over 13 years. They don't have to learn everything in the next two weeks. So don't be caught up that if if they don't get their fraction, that's okay. They're going to get them eventually. We'll do that when we come back to face-to-face because that's going to happen eventually. So it's no panic station. Because, so yeah, my- this is
0: what's freaking parents out, I think. You know, uh, the, the amount of work that is sometimes being given, it kind yeah. of seems overwhelming for the fact that the kids are at home and, and the parents now are the, the you know, the, the source of questions and and, and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So... The parents are getting anxious. They're kind of projecting that anxiety onto their kids, and it's Absolutely. starting a little bit of a cycle. But you're saying, okay, just everyone calm down. It's all right. We're it's all okay. going through it. Uh, and and like you said, you know, just take it one step at a time.
1: Yeah. Look. If you Get your children to do what they can do and what they're comfortable with doing. I mean, we're not forcing them and we can't Mm. sit there and force them to go, right, you have to write an expository essay and they don't know how to do that. So what we do is we break that down and go, let's just go through the video of the teacher doing it. Let's do what we can do. Remember, nothing will replace face-to-face connection and relationships with teachers and that's going to be really hard for the next two weeks, maybe for the next term if it goes that way. But what we're asking and, and my advice to parents is just take your time. Go through the work that they can do. Don't have them online for five or six hours a day either. The main thing is do some quality things, but then if you can, and this is the other thing, you know, yesterday I baked a lasagna with my children and we learned how to mix and measure and do those things as well. We went out and we went for a walk together. We played a little bit of basketball outside. So we are breaking it up in terms of what we can do because I've got to do my work as well. So it's like, hey, you do some things that you can do. We'll work together and then we'll go and do something together. So keep it real I remember we've only been doing three or four days of online learning we've still got maybe another week or two or maybe another month or three so just take your time understand that we're all in it together no one is forcing exams or assessment on children either that's the other thing and children will learn as they learn and grow so we can all take a breath and take a break because what's got us to realize is there's more important things in the world um like our health and our happiness so please make sure you do that um the other thing is we've spoken about this morning is about the children who are presenting with anxiety and depression they've lost that connection with school. So we're opening up a hotline for our children, to have a kids helpline if they need support or help at home. We're opening that up for parents as well cuz trust me, there are a few parents who are at their wits end with how to help their children at home. So we're we're helping them as well. So it's a it's a new learning curve for everybody in the world.
0: 100%. I just I was going to get to that that you guys actually have a hotline where people can get in touch and just voice their concerns about what's going on, uh, you know, in, in various different ways. And I just, you know, I salute you for that. And, you know, that is really important, especially, you know, for parents or or kids who were going because <laughs> yeah. this is the thing we're all kind of like going into lockdown it's kind of it's we're almost there into a complete lockdown where everyone is being asked to stay home normally you get that breathing space when you go to school yeah. you get that breathing space when you get out of the house you go to work you do other things and you can come back yeah. and regroup but that's that can be really difficult when everyone's just at home all struggling yeah. with new technology all struggling with Trying to keep up with <laughs> with what was normal before, but now we're in a new normal.
1: That's right, and 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 the new normal for us is remember nothing changes with the old normal, and that we are going to have anxiety, we are going to feel the pressures, we are in a confined space. We're, yeah. we're people; we're designed to be with other people, mm-hmm. um, husbands and wives too. I mean, we've had a, I've had a couple of good conversations with my wife, <laughs> a bit testy and other children. Let's be honest, but um, so we're home together. One thing is we're safe, and the the main thing is we're safe, and the other thing that's important is to know that you need your time out. Uh, Everyone does that, and that's not a bad thing, and you need your time out from your children. It doesn't mean you're Maybe you can't go to work, but what you can do is give yourself a little bit of time out. Go and read a book, listen to some music, put your headphones on, just like your children. And it's okay if they're on the iPad playing a game for a little while, that sort of thing as well, to give you a break.
0: Lock yourself Um, in the bathroom for a minute. There's nothing wrong with that. There's (laughs) nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Truly. Have an afternoon nap if you
1: need one. There's those sorts of things too. So living still has to take place. And remember how young people are still learning and growing. And, you know, they're going to have those things of anxiety and you know, again, what's happening in the world, this has changed, is my life in danger? All those anxieties are going to come out. And you've got to remember, speak to your children. You know, have the conversations with them. The hotline for us has been critical because having psychologists and those to talk to parents and children has been very valuable because irrespective of, of what happens our children are still facing the same things they faced 100 years ago you know 200 years ago about growing up and about living in a world and about who they are That they're still the questions they ask but we're just doing it a different way this time so so be mindful of that as well you know your children are in a different world it's just like us and we're all learning to cope and work with it so take a break have a breath and make sure that you're with your children and don't think that they have to do all the learning either. Do the quality and what you can do is what we're asking.
0: Spot on. I love it. We've got to come back. We've got to go to a quick break, Uh, Steve. We're going to come back with you. Talk about exams, assessment. You touched a tiny bit on that. Uh, Some some parents are afraid that their kids are going to have to repeat the current grade that they're in. Uh, And we want more of your great... Honesty and tips okay. around what to do in this situation. More to come here on Life Beats. Pulse ninety five. Ninety five. This is Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa. Sally Musa. Only on Pulse ninety five. A very refreshing and honest conversation with the executive principal of the Australian International School, Sharjah Steve McClucky. He is with us live on the line. Uh, Steve, I think uh, there are parents who are kind of a bit anxious about exams and assessments and wondering, okay, so what happens now in this, uh, as we're calling it, the new normal, this particular situation? So, are exams and assessments going to be online? How is it all going to work?
1: Okay, well, well, first of all, The one thing that we did, we we dropped our reporting period. In other words, we're not going to report on grades or behaviour attitude or anything like that for for children uh, for this term. And that that was a direct uh, line that we took because how can we do that when it's not appropriate? So for some children, as you said, can access assessment, some can't. But what we want to do is make sure that children are completing the work and they can hand it in and get feedback on how they're going. Assessment is about feedback, about where you're at what you need to do to improve and what you've done well. That's what assessment is all about. It's not about grades and we have to be reminded of that. Um, and it's very critical for all parents to know that the world for children doesn't evolve around grades because children are going to grow at different times. They're going to pick up the work at different levels. And some are academic and some are more sporting. Some are, are good at uh, the arts and some are good at volunteering. Everyone has something inside them that they're good at. So let's just be mindful of those good and positive things. So. When the assessment comes around, yeah, we've got children who are handing an assessment, but they're handing it in appropriately and they're getting feedback on what they're doing. Not so much a grade, just feedback on how they're going. So take, take assessment as feedback on where your children are at and what they're doing. And don't be overawed by, you know, I've got five assignments or anything like that. Make contact with your school and just let them know at home, it's like this for us, and my child needs a little bit extra time, and you'll get that, and you'll get the support to make that happen. Um, I suppose. I know I was just having a chat with you off there before about my own daughter and you know the one thing we can't do is compare them with other children and just say I bet you at home all the other children are doing this and I know I saw a photo of (laughs) so-and-so doing this. Look at her her desk is immaculate and she's this and like don't be like that at all because all families are different and all children are different. So one of my daughters loves the online learning the other one can't stand it. So we've had to adjust our parenting towards that too and oh, don't worry, you know, I've used that phrase. If you don't do this work, you're going to have to stay in year three. And I shouldn't use that, and that was my frustration as a, as a parent. Um, but please know that that's not going to happen. Children are going to go into their next year levels. Of course they are, because they're all at different levels anyway. Mm. There's no such thing as a normal year four student or a normal year three student, because all students are different. Have a look at their heights. Have a look at their weights. Have a look at who they are. They're all different. So as long as they're growing and continue to grow and learn, is that's what we're after.
0: Oh, exactly right. Uh, and I think um, I've just been seeing uh, messages from other parents who are going through uh, similar situations elsewhere. And and one was um, putting out texting saying, you know, uh, my 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 boy, he likes coding, and I've only just realised that because he's at home and and I'm, I'm seeing what he's doing. And who would have thought? Um, you know, exactly. You're discovering stuff about your kids, you know, in this time. So it's kind of really important to kind of just take it easy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and the other thing is really important. Praise them for what they've done. Uh, you know, we all love praise, and, and kids are no different. They're finding themselves in the world. For a parent to say, good job, that's a great job you did with that. Not, you haven't done this and you haven't done that. Why haven't you, you know, all the negatives that come out. You know, we, we can to look at the positives here. Look what you've done there. That's amazing. Good job. You know, what we've done too as a school is we're giving online certificates. So if children do a good job in their work, well, they get a certificate for that. If they're even participating, they get a certificate for it. Positive, reinforce the good things that they've done with your children, and that's just in life in general. But more so than ever at this time, they do something online, or they get out of bed early and get up nine and do something. That's a positive. I mean, take it as a positive.
0: You know, not the other way around. Y- absolutely, 100. Uh, percent What's interesting is l- normal school days, my kids because they have to catch the bus, they're up at five thirty. And they're in there and they're dressed and ready to go. Six o'clock rolls around, they're ready out the door. And like, I don't even hear anything about it. Right now, the situation is they're going to be online at 8 a.m. And I'm like, you know, shoving them out of bed at 10 to 8 <laughs> going, You're going to be online. This is your only live session with your teacher. It happens at 8 a. Please yep. get out of bed. <laughs> Move Welcome from to the, the bed to, the, <laughs> to your <laughs> I laptop.
1: Yeah, The new normal, the new normal. Like, uh, that's the new normal. See how it's changed, it's evolved and saying that, mm. why don't we need to be up at 6? Oh, do I have to be up at 5.30 because we don't have to catch the bus? I don't have to be ready. I don't need to be there on time. Am I going to get in trouble from the teacher if I'm, I'm not there on time in school? Probably, but what happens if mum tries to? Am I going to be in trouble with mum? How's that going to look for me? I think adapting to that is is really important as well. And hopefully schools, when they do their live sessions, still have recordings of those live sessions. Because, again, parents are working, Parents have commitments with other family members, you know, with grandparents and things like that. And sometimes they can't access the learning at that time, eight o'clock. That's okay because you can access other learning and other parts as well. So just be mindful of that as well. But hey, nothing beats routine. Don't worry, nothing beats routine. So we make sure that, yeah, we're trying to do that too here. Don't don't get me wrong, it doesn't always work. Um, You need to get up, let's get ready, let's have breakfast, let's get dressed. So we make sure we we do those things too. We don't sit around in our pyjamas all day and go, right, you're in your pyjamas. No, you've got to get up. Get ready. Get dressed. Get ready for your learning. Make sure your your laptop or your device is charged. Make sure you've had something good to eat, and make sure you're ready. I mean, do you make it nine o'clock.
0: Do you make your, your, your girls wear school uniform before they get on? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, have, I have parents. I have friends who are yeah. doing just that because they're like, they have to be in the mood. <laughs> like they have to be in that <laughs> mode of learning. So she sure actually does, bless her heart, Christina. Uh, she puts Aww. her boys into school uniform. so cute. Uh, but, you know, th- whatever you kind of got to do, and maybe it's just a new kind of routine that you've got to establish with them like you said uh, that's right to get them yeah. into that
1: yeah and, and again the other thing too is and, and I'll be really good on this one parenting is both mother and father too and and with my wife and I my wife's strengths are so different my bless her she's a beautiful lady she's amazing and she's an amazing teacher she's a teacher as well but her strengths are different to mine so we balance those out I, I, I know that and if she leaves me for two hours, she go. She'll come back and she go. Is that all you've done? And I go. Well, yeah. Um, that's what you know. Whereas the good thing is, what well, my wife does, she sets a timer as well. So she'll go to my daughter. You've got half an hour to do this. I'll work you through it, but you've got half an hour, not four hours, or because or, she'll just you know dawdle or take her time. So we we put a little constraint around some times, which I think has really been valuable for for me as well because I am very much can drift away <laughs> with her a little bit. and um, But again, my strengths are different. I'm a PE teacher by background, so I, I take them outside and do things that I'm good at rather than doing the English and those sorts of things where my wife's good at. So we balance it out really well.
0: I love it, I love it. Uh, and, and that's important to kind of get everyone involved and, and to work together around it. Uh, yep. I kind of want to ask you in terms of, uh, after this is all over, what kind of a role do you think online learning is going to play? At your school? I think
1: what, what's going to happen now is, and we'd probably move to it in the, the digital revolution, has been we always talk about, and I know a big thing at our school is every day counts. Every day counts. What, what we have to make sure is that every day does count. Uh, and from here, that school is not just about learning, it's the social interactions, it's the relationships, it's learning to live in a world, it's being able to show empathy. Um, you know, we look at the values of courage and, uh, uh, you know, uh, all those sorts of things that, that we have. You can't show those at home online. What you can do, though, is go out there and practice those in real life. And that's probably the biggest disappointment, people think online learning is here to stay. You know, we're a human race that's meant to be with people. And to show those values, we've got to be with people. And connection is number one. And, and our biggest thing this year with it and our lives has been connection before curriculum. You've got to have a connection or a sense of belonging to something or someone and find what you're good at. Now, that's what schools have always been about. What are you good at? What do you want to do in this world? How do you make a difference? Well, that's what schools evoke in young people. They give them opportunities. And so the important thing to do and to remember from here on end will be, though, if you have to miss a school day, you're going to be able to catch up on that school day at home in your own time. But if we move to a model that goes all right, well, we don't have to be at school anymore. We're just going to stay at home and do it. Well, yeah, I know the, the, the research and the studies have shown very clearly that children who isolate who are at home don't do as well as students who are at school. Um, and universities have proven that as well. As much as it's online, we've got to be around people and have that social interaction because that's what the world's really about. It's not about curriculum, it's about each other. And, and that's what this has taught us in, in the world in the last month is that all play our role and if we all do it together then we can make it all a different place so that's what
0: we're going to teach our kids. I think we've all just I mean it's a, it's a kind of a, a long held suspicion really uh, Steve that teachers uh, are kind of priceless <laughs> really. Uh, we can't really pay them enough. Uh, we, we wish that we could pay them more uh, but honestly uh, like you said and I think you know that, that this is really important that you you have the right people in place that this interaction between student and teacher cannot be replaced by a complete online system that kind of disconnects it, you know it's it's so so important uh, that that we do have that that we connect with those who are masters in their craft those who can teach us not just um, the skills that they have, but the character that is important that goes with, you know, becoming um, a young scholar, becoming a global citizen, becoming a citizen of the world. It's so important right now, isn't
1: it? Oh, absolutely. I look at teachers now, and I'll go back to my time, you know, back in the 70s and 80s when I was a student. The, the, the teachers were seen as such um, esteemed people in the community. And the reason being is because they had all the knowledge. You went to school because your teachers had the knowledge. These days, teachers don't have the knowledge. You can get that off Google. Google teacher or, you know, Dr. Google, that'll tell you everything you need to know. If you want to know about volcanoes, go on to Google. But what you don't get, and this is the most important thing, you don't get the connection, you don't get the opportunities to interact, to work in teams and to do things that teachers now make come alive in students. They make passions come alive. They make uh, character come alive. They make those things... We've forgotten that that's what teaching is all about. And I hope one thing for for our profession is that parents get a real true understanding of what it's like to teach children. Whereas in a classroom setting, we have 25 students in a classroom. All are very different. All have different learning styles. Um, The teacher has to differentiate the learning to make sure that every child is learning in a classroom. It's hard enough to do it with your own child or two to do it with 25 and I think what it shows is a a great appreciation for the outstanding work that the teachers who put their hands up every day and go into battle every day for children and that's what I love about being an educator is that we get to influence and change kids lives um, every single day and and what I miss at the moment is having that connection with the kids um, because we love the kids because they make our lives come alive and they're the future for us so we're going to make sure that they still stay that future for us and we look after them and as parents we play our role to support Support our children but also support our schools and our teachers and at the moment you have to do that a little bit differently but we'll get back to where we're all at school and, and i think the world will be a better place with what's happened and I can be
0: oh truer words have never been spoken i tell you what it is an art uh to be able like you said to to deal with that many students all at once and to to take care of them individually and understand them uh and you know truly Uh, that love of learning doesn't come except from inspiring teachers and we all have those examples that we've grown up with that people who have inspired us and it wasn't, you know, through a screen. That is for sure. uh, Steve uh, McClucky, what an absolute pleasure it is to have you on Life Beats and I know this won't be the last time and (laughs) best of luck, mate.
1: Well, thank you. Look, Look, Sally, thank you. And can I just say a huge shout out and thank you to all the teachers um in the uae to all the to spears yes. to, to Education, to our team my wife to, to we've got an executive team who have just dropped tools and gone what is it that we need to do and to the teachers what is it that we need to do to make this work and uh to all of them the credit goes to them for the wonderful people they are because that love of learning or that love of children they've got doesn't die whether it's in the classroom or at home so a huge shout out to all the all the teachers around around the world too for the work they've done
0: massive massive salute to them thank you so much steve we appreciate it
1: no worries Sally. you have a great day and good luck to all the parents out there yes <laughs> if you ever need anything give us a call we're always around 24 amazing. hours a day seven days a week
0: <laughs> amazing amazing thank you so much steve lots more to come here on life beats on pulse 95 This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10am.